Hello and welcome back to Meet the Chefs. Today I'm back in Barcelona and I'm at Henry's, somewhere that eagle-eyed listeners will remember Bjorn recommending a couple of episodes back from Bar Nui. I'm sitting down with owners Sen and Carlos and what they're doing is describing to me this American-style cocktail dive bar that they've created in the heart of Poble Nou. This area of Barcelona is famous for its traditional nightlife and it really does live up to the expectation. What these guys are doing is recreating that classic dive bar feel here in Spain and in the heart of Barcelona. Expect burgers, fried pickles and some really fantastic cocktails, as well as all the classics. The decor is just about everything you would hope it to be too, and so are the characters behind the bar. So thanks so much again to them for taking the time to chat to me, and I hope you enjoy. Well, welcome back everyone. Um... We're back in Barcelona, as you know, where we're going to be for quite a few months now, and we're in Henry's. So I'm with the two fantastic owners who do just about everything here as well. I think <laughs> I've gone so far. I was wondering if you guys could introduce yourselves and then pitch Henry's to me in one sentence. Well, <laughs> I'm Sen, um, and this is Carlos. Hey. We are, I'm from England, but Carlos is from uh, the neighbourhood that we have opened in, which is called Poblano in Barcelona. Uh, but we lived in New York for many years. I was there for 10 years, Carlos even longer, yeah. Wow. And uh, that's basically where our experience has come from. We worked in bars over there for many years. And I guess Henry's, in a nutshell, yeah. is uh, a retro dive bar it's very the way the decor is i mean do you want to just try and like describe where we're sat so we went with the classic and i would say like the classic american look with the checkered floors with yeah. the, the cream and the brown and um yeah. we're being joined by fantastic chef well i haven't tried the food yet so i don't want to comment but <laughs> amazing so um so yeah, we pick the checkered floor with the wood paneling, um, classic like diamond orange um, couches, um, yeah, and everything with like a retro, retro to it. I absolutely love sentence. the wood paneling walls. It's you walk in and it's properly like sort of it's all so clean because so yeah, new. I mean, it's new, yeah. And um, <laughs> yeah, it's like really. It's, it won't it, be in a couple of years. It's hilarious how it's like. It feels so old, but it's also still so perfect. Well, we're still working on it. That's mm. the thing about dive bars. They change mm. over the years, don't they? It's that adds the charm, more character. Yeah. yeah, like definitely behind the bar. We've got loads of like $2 mm-hmm. bills up that were kind of gifts from friends back uh-huh. in New York, uh, which is like a classic American move because the $2 mm-hmm. bill is meant to be quite lucky. So it's a it's a nice one. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like the rest of the walls are, are too bare for our liking. I think we, we want to kind of get some clutter in yeah, here. Yeah, we'll get this out yeah. in time. Uh, also, the... Uh, complicated for us to like try to do uh, an American theme mm-hmm. uh, bar because everything has to come from there and it's uh, yeah. impossible. Yeah, yeah. Right. and very yeah. expensive. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you open a Spanish bar, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think there's quite a few of those. That's a problem. <laughs> yeah. Saturated market. Could you sum it up in one word? We've done one sentence. Uh, one word. Home. <laughs> there we go that'll do that's big though that, that is big but that is we'll, big. we'll go over it um, so I want to also just hear a bit more about you first before we get on to Henry's itself 
and sort of so you guys were in New York did you meet in New York we did yeah amazing and what were you guys doing before were you always in food and beverage in the sort of restaurant bar scene yeah I mean so my my dad actually in London had two restaurants so mm-hmm. when I was like 14 I started working there as a as a waitress he didn't pay me oh. that's fine uh, but, I wouldn't have taken that. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure you'd have a choice. I mean, it got yeah, to a point. Child. Yeah, mm. child labour. Yeah. 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 Just... Shout out to dad. Yeah. Um, no, but then I started figuring out I could actually make a little bit of money off of it. So I got, mm-hmm. I, I started working as like a hostess. I did some, some pub work, mm-hmm. pints and stuff. Um, but then, yeah, moved to New York and started working over there. That's when like cocktails became more of a thing. I started mm-hmm. actually understanding that there's more craft to it, that there's more like creativity mm-hmm. to it just than you know, serving people drinks and, mm-hmm. and getting money for it. But, um, yeah, so I guess at this point I've, I've been in did the you, hospitality Did you industry. move about in New York or were you in sort of like one specific place learning? No, oh, in terms of cocktails? Yeah. Um, I think I've like honed most of that in Bushwick, I would say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because like the dive bar scene over there is really cool now. It's not just... You can have like a cheap beer yeah. that's super comfortable, or you can have a really nice cocktail. Like Not most... just how I met your mother. No, yeah, yeah. exactly, exactly. <laughs> but no, I think most bars actually have you know their own independent cocktail uh-huh. list. It's usually quite imaginative. It's exciting. Mm-hmm. So that's when I started to get quite excited about it. In London, it's a, it was a different scene, or my experience of it was different back then. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I yeah. think it is different. I think there's not the same. You sort of get it with cafes, this attractiveness is somewhere a bit dirty, and, um, but yeah. also have with character. Yeah. But with bars, it's like in the evenings, there's an aversion to yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, I suppose you have the pub filling the, the void. Exactly. And what about you? Um, well, I, uh, I don't know if you call it the industry, but I started in nightclubs at mm-hmm. a, a really young 17, mm-hmm. and then um, moved to New York at 20, 21, and then. Um, find a job in a, in a bar in New York, in this village. Uh, we used to do all the classic cocktails. And uh, I speak very little English at the time. And uh, when I had the interview with the manager, she asked me how to make a martini. And uh, I didn't even know what a martini was. I thought it was the brand, the, the yeah. Italian aperitif. <laughs> and, and then she asked me, like, you know how to make a martini? I'm like, sure, a martini with what? <laughs> Like, so, uh, yes, poor. Done. Yeah, I'm like, I'm, I'm like good interview. In, in a soda, <laughs> good enough. And she's like, oh, I don't even know what we're talking about here. Okay. And I'm like, okay. Um, so he hired, and she hired me as a kind of a runner, barbecue cleaner, uh, mm-hmm. you know, all these things. And then gradually, she allowed me to take orders <laughs> with. Uh, but I had to repeat them back the orders because my English was really bad. It's like always repeat back the orders because I don't want to waste anything. Mm-hmm. So I still have that like that bad habit of like Poor I want Martini. beer, beer, <laughs> you know? I want a burger, burger. <laughs> um, but um, and then rather move to to bartending and then keep going on that. And why did you guys? Well, why did you move to New York in the first place? The pair of you was it just for something different? The attractiveness of New York. Yeah, no, for me, no, I actually, I, I went to study acting. Oh, wow, <laughs> yeah. amazing, okay. Yeah, I did, I, I, I went to a drama school over there, so I did that for three years, started sort of working in the industry, but realised like, I, I was really into theatre, and all, everything that my agent was sending me out for was all, like, commercials, and I just I fell completely out of love with it. Mm-hmm. And then I found myself kind of putting more time into, because I was working in bars mm-hmm. at the time too, and I'd find, like, auditions were coming up, and I wasn't, I, I just found myself losing interest, like, definitely mm-hmm. my kind of, 
my scale of, of yeah we're swapping over yeah exactly I could feel the transition and then uh, I just it just sort of fizzled out for me and then I, yeah Amazing. Um, yeah why did you um, so first time I went to New York I was like 16 mm-hmm. in, a, in a vacation in a family vacation and then I knew it that I wanted to be there came back a couple of times uh, made a, an old love over there and uh, moved for her but I knew I wanted to mm-hmm. be in New York and then, at what point did you decide that it was feasible to come back here and set up Henry, something on your own, after all that time working in other people's places? Well, um, it, uh, after the pandemic, we had like few losses. My dad passed away from cancer. We knew it was time to come back home. She's from London, easier for her as well. Um, it's also just, I mean, New York is amazing. I feel like we, we were so lucky to gain that experience to work in hospitality yeah. over there. It's like unlike any other place in the world, you know? Um, so exciting, but also, you know, the rent prices are so high. Yeah. Like I can totally understand why businesses fail all the time there. Yeah. It's because it's just, you know, you have a bad month and you can't recover. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think it would have been possible for us financially no. to open a place over there. Mm-hmm. So especially we, without financial support. This is pretty much on our own with a little bit of help of friends and family but yeah over there with our loans and all that it's, it's mm-hmm. we'll be yeah we're, no. we're be tied up for like many years it definitely you know, just it so. felt like time and i'm i mean i'm learning spanish <laughs> yep which Getting is tough yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. next Catalan. that's a way to do it you know move to the country open a business and, and then, then learn the language yeah, yeah. <laughs> the catalan is still i mean the spanish is there but i cannot Oh, I know, and it's, it's like completely different. It's, and I, I can sort of do French as well, like I quite good French, yeah. and then obviously having Spanish, but the mix, no, it's an The idea. French should be helpful now. Well, you think so, but I think it makes it harder, to be <laughs> honest, having both. Um, amazing. So, on to sort of Henry's more specifically. So, we know it's got this sort of diner inspiration. Um, do you want to talk a little bit about how you guys operate your like timings because you you know for lunch open at four is that right yeah um and sort of the scene and where we are in barcelona how that all fits together so i mean it, so barcelona is amazing because every, every place has this kind of menu del dia mm-hmm. and it's i don't know how anyone's making money because it's, it's, it's unbelievable it, yeah it's so unbelievable. much food you get the <laughs> first the second it's fish but more it's expensive meat. here i have to say when i was in malaga and seville a few years ago unbelievable it's like 11, 11 euros standard. Really? Yeah, it's like every, every lunch I'm eating out three courses. I mean, it's I mean, it, it must be it must be working. I mean, everyone yeah. does it, right? But yeah. people go to places much more than... Yeah, they, I think... They, they go out and eat outside. Yeah, it's just like the bar well, downstairs and you're a bar, in yeah. your apartment and you just yeah. go and you just yeah. sit the same people every day. It's quite fun. No, it is great. I mean, I mean that's the thing. We were, we, you know we didn't really want to touch on that and mm-hmm. we uh, like obviously cocktails and the kind of bar experience is really mm-hmm. important to us too so we wanted to kind of open towards the kind of afternoon and then into the late night um but um, yeah um, and it's also just us two yeah. working in front of house at the moment so um just in terms of hours we've also got to be careful so, to our <laughs> take, take me through your favorite cocktails your best cocktails that you guys have got here mm. The signatures, obviously, I assume you've got all the classics, but... Yeah, I mean, because, yeah, especially in this neighbourhood, I feel like people are, I don't know, every cocktail is, like, super new. Yeah, there's a lot here. There's a lot new here as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's a lot new here, but but I still, like, I think the change is being really slow and gradual. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, I grew up in this neighbourhood, and, like, back in the day, it was all, like, bars and menus Mm -hmm. and 
now we have noodle bars, mm-hmm. we have uh, Thai food, we have like Chinese food, things mm-hmm. that are growing up towards me. Uh, so it is changing, but like in a slow pace. I think that Poblano is this. Slow and Gracia, maybe. Uh, yeah, exactly. I think like Poblano is, is always this trendy neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of things happening, but I think we're in the verge of like yeah. really go there. But of oh. those new new age cocktails, <laughs> what have you guys got? So I think our most popular one at the moment has been, we've got one called Smoking Melon, and it's mm. like this uh, cucumber-infused mezcal with yuzu uh, and midori. Oh. Yeah. So it's, oh. like, so it's like a bright green drink. It's really cute. Well, we wanted to do like a retro... Yeah, because all of like the fun cocktails started in the 70s, right? Yeah. Like, so we wanted yeah. to go down the river and be a little bit cheesy about it. Uh-huh. Obviously, there's people doing incredible incredible things like yeah cocktail wise like they, they have become almost like labs and um, like, yeah. there's so many techniques and machinery and, and, and things that you need to be really really well prepared and and really price out everything because it's expensive doesn't really fit the dive bar vibe <laughs> no exactly so we wanted to go a little bit on the on the yeah on the, we wanted to have something like a little bit different mm-hmm. something with with things that you would recognize especially to not alienate people, because sometimes you look at a menu, obviously like we yeah. know the industry, so yeah. a lot of stuff makes sense to us, but I understand when I speak to my brother, he doesn't know what like any of the ingredients yeah. are in a cocktail list, and that's, he'll just be like, I'll get a beer then. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's so true, so yeah, been there. Yeah, so we wanted to make sure it was approachable and a little bit fun, mm-hmm. uh, and definitely kind of hit that retro 70s uh-huh. theme as well, With that was like the inspiration for it. So that one's been the most popular. I think the one I'm proudest of though is the, the whiskey shit. Yeah. Tell, tell me, yeah, yeah absolutely <laughs> it's actually shit it's a podcast with, it's a podcast with chefs i think <laughs> it would be a really difficult podcast to run if we had bad language <laughs> yeah. okay i'm um, sorry go on whiskey shit whiskey shit so it's a uh, like a shiitake mushroom infused oh. buffalo trace yeah what <laughs> fat washed with butter uh then like it's it's kind of serves like a like an old-fashioned uh-huh. like maple oh, syrup okay. for sweetness and bitters and a lemon twist I love oh, it. Amazing. I understand. This is also because I, I love mushrooms. If yeah, you like I'm mushrooms, obsessed it's not with mushrooms. <laughs> I have this weird thing with raw mushrooms with hummus. I, a lot of people have this. Yeah, and I just think people should not hate on it until they've tried it. No, it's no, the no, best that snack. Good, yeah. And I mean, I don't eat it because it's low calorie, but it is very low calorie as well for <laughs> people who are looking for that. We're anyway. just talking like the classic button. Yeah, mushroom. classic button mushroom. Unbelievable. Right. Well, yeah. Anyway, we're getting a little bit distracted. <laughs> um, so I want to talk about the food as well, because you've also got that, which is the classic American dive bar, diner vibe going on. What do you guys have? How does that sort of work with the drinks and the atmosphere? So um, we knew food was a secondary kind of thing mm-hmm. here, uh, especially at the beginning. It, it is something we've been like battling a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. Because we we're finding ourselves in a pattern of like in a restaurant pattern, like we're really busy for mm. for dinner times and all that, and then like kind of a slow down. Then we have like the late night crowd comes and drinks, and, and we went to focus on. So so the the food for us was we wanted to have a really a really amazing burger. Like that was our yeah. The smash burger you see in New York is. Thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and we wanted to achieve that. No, we wanted to achieve a nice bar. You're gonna have a cocktail and you're gonna have like a like a burger. Yes. I think like the trend of like those big pop burgers uh, is fizzling out. Yeah. Yeah. Um 
and then we just have this little thing that is like really great quality and it's like four bites and you're done you know it's not That's a premium thing. when a burger is good yeah it doesn't need to be so anything fussy true. like just good ingredients super simple and that's the thing as well, like nothing too crazy big. Cause also, oh, I hate when you can't pick up. Yeah. It's a nightmare. I had one when I was in Madrid that won the award recently for best burger in Spain. Yeah. And I'm, I'm not usually a massive burger fan, but I think it's because I've had so many, especially in England, you get like a pub burger and nice it's like it, this yeah. and it's just, just awful. And this was, was like Galician beef. It was just basically a cheeseburger. But it's just unbelievable. Yeah. I think that's how you do it right, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, no, I totally agree. And also, we've obviously, with the, what we were talking about actually mm -hmm. earlier with the menu del dia, I think obviously the culture here is to have a big lunch. Yeah. It's a little bit lighter for dinner. Yeah, you want something to eat whilst just you're drinking. Something, yeah, easy to, to have. If you get hungry while you're having a drink, grab yeah. a burger. If you're coming for a burger and then you want to stay for a cocktail, please do. Mm. Yeah. But yeah, we're definitely trying to navigate those. Obviously, we're, we're only 10 weeks old. So yes. <laughs> we are having days where we feel like we're, we're a diner. Mm -hmm. And then we're having days where we feel like we're a cocktail bar, and then yeah. we're having days where it's a nice mix of the two, which is, which is the ideal for us. I think. Yeah. So you also don't want people leaving for food, I suppose, is an important part of having it. Yeah, exactly. I think yeah, I think that's like a, um, a concept that is really established in New York. I think like um, like everyone has their own cocktail menu. Yeah. Um, and then you, you can go there and have a have a drink and a bite. It's it's all a more rounded and complete uh, mm -hmm. concept yeah right? as yeah. opposed to going for a pre-dinner drink exactly yeah you know. i mean obviously you have like full of restaurants yeah, yeah, yeah and blah, blah. but 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 there's these pockets of like places where like you can you can stay there the whole day mm -hmm. you can but you can go and start with it. a beer and then move to a but that's what a dive bar is isn't it that's know. what makes it different from any kind of fancy like hotel mm. cocktail bar or anything like that is it is there's a comfortability there you can come in on your own and read a book you can come in and end up chatting to the rest of the yeah. bar and then and leave with a bunch of friends in a strange way that's established in spain already in the sort of you have cafe bars restaurants that are open from six till 12. Yeah. i mean and i suppose that isn't something that you get in every country in the world it's no, sort of quite no. unique here and that's the thing, we were nervous because uh, our experience in New York, obviously bartenders, you, like, everyone sits up at the bar, yeah. everyone knows their bartender if they're a regular, yeah. you know, like I, I know when I had my days off, I knew who was working where and uh -huh. who I wanted to go visit and stuff. And there's not really, there's starting to be that culture here, I think. Uh -huh. I've seen, and, we've, and we've started to witness it too. We're so like happy and surprised mm -hmm. by how many people want to chat to us. And there's, a, there's definitely more communication because I know that the culture here can also be very yeah. much like, no, I'll please. put in no, my order you. and yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, definitely one of, one of our concerns when we have this beautiful bar that it's like, what, like five or six meters long and... <laughs> no one would sit up. Yeah. yeah. I, we, we, were, uh, we were having an argument about putting a stools or not. I'm like, I'm like, yeah, I'm no, like, yeah. I'm sure. like people don't see that the bar here. It's, it's not the culture of like sitting mm -hmm. at the bar and chatting to your bartender. And so. now I think we need to get more stools. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like people come here, the terraces, we know they work, but you come with a group of friends, you see, you order there and you drink and yeah. then you, you pay your bill and, and then you leave, no? And But uh, we were so pleasantly surprised that like, no, like last night we had this German couple and then this Irish couple came mm -hmm. in and then they made friends and then two other people came in and then they, 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 like the Amazing. ten of them were like hanging out together all night. It was really sweet. And that's, that's exactly that's exactly what you're here for. <laughs> so we're going to move on to some some quick fire questions, um, if that's okay with you guys. So I'm, uh, I'm excited to hear what your answers are. I want to hear. Well, firstly, your favourite cocktails you've ever had, anywhere, ever. Okay. 
Have you got worse. one? I know yours. What's mine? In your share. Oh, that is a good one. The truffle, the truffle. There's a uh, like a Japanese speakeasy uh-huh. upstairs from what is it downstairs? Where is it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it's a cocktail bar upstairs. It's amazing. They had this like truffle, old fashioned. Oh. And I think about it all the time. Yeah. <laughs> like the nose is so good. There's something about truffle that and is, having like, gasoline and like, sort of uniquely gives a nose to a cocktail, which isn't something you'd usually yeah. really have. No, I think about it all the time. It's it's. It was special. Amazing. Special. Um, next up, best coffee in Barcelona from both of you. I'm going to leave that to you. Yeah, yeah I know. <laughs> I'm going to be really lame on that, but we don't drink coffee at the time. Well, that's boring. Isn't yeah, it? but that is rubbish. <laughs> no, honestly, no, it is okay. rubbish, but like. Is there, something, is there another hot drink you have? Like your favourite cafe? Um, it's fine if not. It's probably no, better it not to make one up. <laughs> our, life, our life right now is going to sleep at 4 a.m. and waking up about 10 and coming back here and cleaning. Yeah. And we, having our coffees here. Yeah, we've got the old capsule coffee. But in that case, I think the best coffee is probably <laughs> we're, we're here. Surviving, we're surviving <laughs> on that. Um, <laughs> yeah. Amazing. Yeah, so okay, that, best uh, restaurant in Barcelona. Oh, this is tough. I mean, not necessarily your best as well, your favourite. That's important. Okay. I mean, I'm gonna go old school. There's a place called Basso de Oro. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. like this skinny little bar. I think if you're on one side and you need to go to the toilet, you've got to leave and come back in oh, through brilliant. the other door. Yeah. It's so good, but they have like this amazing steak. I think about it. Steak with foie. Steak with foie. Oh, and outrageous. I will not eat foie gras anywhere else, but this place, <laughs> it does it really good. No, yeah, yeah. I would just go for that. Yeah. yeah. They have and the beers the, and flutes. It's, oh, it's, a, it's a good time, yeah. And what's the best meal you've ever had out anywhere in the world? Anywhere in the world? Anywhere in the world. Oh my god. Um, I do, I mean, then it comes to mind. Okay, I don't know the mind. place. I don't know. Uh, but um, I was in Japan and we were like staying in Airbnb in a little village, like maybe like two hours outside of Tokyo. I don't even know the town, mm-hmm. I don't even know anything. Maybe it was really hungry, maybe it was jet lag, but uh, we just walked in in a local uh, ramen shop and it was run by this like, mm-hmm. old couple. And I didn't even know what they ordered. <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't speak Japanese. I've heard Japan's a bit like that, yeah. English, <laughs> and I just pointed the first thing that. And they just brought me amazing, amazing like veggie ramen. Oh, that's fantastic. That ramen, yeah, it was fantastic. That's a uh, story. I mean, what are you? Mine, mine, I think is going to be Raoul's. Oh, yeah. There's a place in New York City. It opens at five. Yeah. And you can only get the burger if you sit up at the bar, and they only have a limited amount of burgers every mm-hmm. day. And I don't know whether that makes it taste more delicious. Yeah, there's these things where you go through the experience and yeah. you learn to. <laughs> it's a it's a special one as well. Like they they do really nice martinis, but the burger is is so good. It's uh I don't know. It's it's really different to other burgers. They have this kind of salad-y stuff mm-hmm. like with like rocket arugula. Mm-hmm. Wow. But it's got this lemon pepper. It's really it feels like a really fresh burger. Mm-hmm. Um, but the meat, the flavor, the flavor of the meat is absolutely incredible. That's it. It's uh, like that is the most important thing. It's yeah. like I always say about hotels. The bed is the most important thing. In a burger, the meat is the most important thing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Slightly potentially contro- controversial now is the most overhyped place in Barcelona. 
something that everyone bangs on about. I mean, obviously at the moment when you're here till four and getting up at yeah, ten, you haven't had much chance. Yeah. Was we, there? We have a really poor social life. Yeah. Is, oh no, you make me sound is, so sad. Is there a food in particular that you think is massively overhyped? Like I always say, avocados. Yeah. It's not not oh, really it. Yeah. I mean, it's not. Yeah. I understand the man is avocado. An overhyped dish. Ooh. Eggs Royale, another another classic one that I can hear people Royale, choosing. Yeah, Eggs yeah. Benedict in general. That whole brunch in general. Brunch in general. Often, that's what Bjorn picks actually. Brunch. <laughs> yeah, the whole, yeah, the whole concept <laughs> of brunch. Yeah, we we've tried it and uh, it made no sense for us. And I think it's just it. so overdone, and it always pisses me off when people say we're going to go for brunch, and they're like, "It's at three pm." Yeah. I'm like it's not brunch. It's not breakfast not lunch yeah i don't know what to do the, with what, myself yeah, what, my schedule is so off <laughs> what are you doing it's like i'm already chaotic from the night before normally yeah. and now you're just not letting me reset at all absolute yeah. nightmare and you have that weird mixture of like people having like coffees and then people having meals yeah and, also i just yeah. can't i just can't drink and breakfast so if it's in the morning like, it's okay. massive in new york though yeah. when people oh. get hammered my god oh and in london five especially now sloppy. yeah, yeah it's, it's just yeah, bottomless brunch. Bad for bad for cities in general, actually. Yeah. Least favourite food is the last one. Least favourite food. Um Jesus Christ. I mean I'm not sure what I'd say, to be honest, because I kind of like everything. Actually I do think it's something about boiled peas. Or massively it's fine when they're like in a paella or when they're like good high quality but just like boiled frozen peas like English. Like mm. I love sugar snap peas, I love like just boring English. Do you know what I don't like? No. I don't like I don't like tagines. Mm. No, there's what? something about tagine, it's like yeah. too much sweetness or cinnamon or something yeah. with meat. Like there's something I just it's never a food that I would order, think about, miss. Like I just yeah. I, if I never had one again in my life, I'd, I'd be fine. You know. And yeah, terrine actually. Sort of tea. Let me think of it. That actually, that's another one for me. <laughs> that's a no-no. Uh, yeah, that's an absolute. <laughs> it just, just sort of makes you feel quite ill looking at it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, we'll go on to the death row dinner party, which I, I warned you about in advance. So, just a reminder for listeners, we've got a death row dinner party, you've got three courses, so you've got to choose what you're serving, and it's here in Henry's, and there's four guests, dead or alive, so you could do two each, maybe, to make it a little bit easier for yourselves. Are we doing, a, is this a joint dinner I think party? I think it's got to be joint. Okay, no, that makes me feel safer, have you got someone? Who would I invite? Um... Let's think about we, the mix here. We've had some popular, so Taylor Swift has been quite popular. Oh, oh yeah. Which I sort of, because you want someone to provide a bit of entertainment, I can sort of see she does that. See, she seems like yeah. a fun time gal. And then you've also got people for conversation. President's coming quite often. Obama's come up quite a lot. He'd be fun. Yeah, because I think he's got both, hasn't he? He's got yeah, chat, no. but also interesting. I think I'd... It'd I be think, great, but I think, I think it'd be too formal. Yeah, I yeah. think I want some, like... I want, like, Cindy Lauper. Oh, I feel that's like a she great shout. Like that is a great shout, yeah. Maybe so you get Cindy Lauper, Mick Jagger... Oh, yeah. Mick Jagger. Just for the can, stories. Can you choose at what age? Or you gotta be... It's gotta well, be I'd want to know about the past. Like, that's the talking point, right. But you also want him to still maybe be able to talk. talk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, maybe, yeah, maybe like 20 years ago. <laughs> and then two others. Um, oh, I would like to have Anthony Bourdain there. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. He has come up a few times and I yeah. do think he's got a 
yeah. for stories. For... Would you not be a little bit stressed about cooking for them? Well, it's, if it's your last um, meal, I mean. Yeah, and you know what? No, I, think I feel like he would it. just eat anything as well, like yeah. and be very, yeah. very nice. Okay. Yeah, can you imagine some of those TV shows? <laughs> I mean, got uh, one more person anyway. Last person. Um. Yeah. I'm a big Tom Waits man. Yeah. I think we'll be really interested to have the tea. Tom Waits. It's mm. a first. Okay. Yeah. And then when you're serving up three courses and a drink of your choosing, I do think that truffle cocktail from earlier should be. Oh, one of the yeah. No, drinks. I think I, I think that I think everyone should have that after dinner. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's, a, that's non-negotiable. Yeah. Well, I'll start with a martini. Yeah. Let's start everyone off with a martini. A nice dry martini with a twist. Super cool. Throw something else in there, Get and then the starter. Yeah. Starter. Okay, for me, it's got to be something seafood related. Mm-hmm. I don't. Mm-hmm. Do you know what? Maybe you just like gum, green, gambas really good like, gambas yeah, with, like with really garlic. Big fat juicy Massive corns. gambas. Yeah. Um, just simple on the grill. Yep. Main. Burger. Pasta. <laughs> pasta. Oh. What kind of pasta? Some sort of like. Lemon, mm. <laughs> lemon, 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 more prawns, yeah. More prawns, lemon, chili. Yeah. Um, but. Bungalow, yeah, maybe. fair, fair enough. Fair. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Okay. And then I'll hand over to you for dessert after that controversial decision <laughs> from the main course. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I agreed with that. No, what do you have? I don't know. Yeah, I think maybe maybe a, a little smash burger for everyone. Really? Yeah. 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 You can even have a couple. It's the last, last meal. Might as well. Yeah. Uh, dessert. For me, oh, but it's too much lemon if you can have the lemon pasta. But I was going to say key lime pie. Like, something yeah, zesty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I think I just really fancy key lime pie. <laughs> well, absolutely. It's on the menu. <laughs> Amazing. Well, thanks so much to you both. It's been an absolute pleasure. Um, I'm very excited to try the food. And um, yeah, I everyone should get over to the social media and to the website of course to to read all about it but thanks so much guys thank Thank you you. thanks so much again guys for having me it was an absolutely fantastic experience and henry's really is something quite unique to anything else i've seen in barcelona or in spain for that matter you might find it in a more international city like madrid but especially in this neighborhood it really does stand out and it's like going to somewhere in new york I tried the food after recording as well, and I've got to say, it is absolutely superb. As Sen described, it just does what it says on the tin. The cheeseburger is really high quality meat, and it's a potato bun, not a brioche, and that really lets the meat and cheese shine. The pulled pork croquettes were absolutely next level too. Patatas bravas fries with Frank's red hot sauce, put that little American spin on a Spanish classic, and fried pickles. I mean... Who can go wrong with fried prickles? Absolutely superb. Thanks so much again to them for having me and thanks to you guys for listening. Be sure to head over to the Instagram so you can catch some great photos and some more info on our fantastic chat. And I'll see you guys again soon. Make sure you subscribe so you never miss an episode of Meet the Chefs.